This is the Spurs Cast with your host, Paul Garcia. And welcome back to another episode of the Spurs Cast. In today's episode, I'll be discussing the Spurs' last three games, Victor Wembanyama's minutes restriction, and another new starting lineup for the team. Let's go ahead and jump right into this episode. So I hope everyone had a very good holiday weekend. Uh, I'm recording this this uh, episode on Thursday, no, on Wednesday evening when the Spurs are off, and then uh, I won't be back until the new year with another Spurs cast episode. So let's first begin by uh, discussing the Spurs' last three games since we last recorded a Spurs cast episode about a week ago when I had Colin Reed on here as a guest. So the team has not been doing very well in these last three games, and, and actually they're on a, on a, on a five-game losing streak again here. Uh, so let's go back to last Thursday. Uh, the Spurs are on the road at Chicago to, to play against the Chicago Bulls. They ended up losing by 19 in this game. Um, it was close for about three quarters, but then in the fourth quarter, the Bulls completely took over. They led by as many as 22 points. Uh, this is the first game that Victor Wembanyama was on a minutes restriction, and we'll talk more about um, his, his injury situation a little bit later in this episode. So Wemby was on a minutes restriction. Then on Saturday, uh, the Spurs go on the road to Dallas to play the, the Dallas Mavericks. They ended up losing by 25, but losing by 25 wasn't as bad as how much they were down by. So uh, in this one, this is the one where, where Wemby, re, um, where, he, where he injured his ankle, actually. Uh, he had already been out before uh, due to an injury, but then this one he ends up getting um, hurt before the game even starts. So what ended up happening was uh, he was doing some warm-ups um, before the game even began, and then he ends up finishing. I don't know if it was a dunk or, or a layup, but as he's as he's on the baseline, there was a there was a ball boy from the Mavs there under the basket, and, and Wemby actually steps under on his foot. There's some, there's some video that's going around. So he ends up getting injured, and then he said he could play, but the Spurs were wanted to be very cautious. And so, so Coach Pop and the medical staff decided to sit him out in that game against the Mavs. So, so there, there was no Wemby in this game. Uh, and then, um, so for this game, it was close in the first half. The Spurs battled with Dallas, but then Dallas completely took over in the second half. They ended up dominating. They, they led by as many as 41 points. Uh, and then that's what I meant about the Spurs losing by 25 was actually a good sign because it, it could have got really, really rough there for them, but they, their, their reserves did battle back. They, they actually forced some of the Dallas um, rotation players to come back into the game, but Dallas still won by 25. Uh, and then the most recent loss came on Tuesday. The Spurs are back home after Christmas uh, in San Antonio. They're hosting the Utah Jazz for the first time this season. They ended up losing by 12. Um, this is one of those games, again, where the, where the Spurs played well early on, and then Utah just makes a complete comeback. So what happened was uh, the Spurs um, uh, came out on fire out, out of the gate. They were they were actually up by 15 points in the first quarter. The Jazz fight back, make it a close game. But then... Um, it's in the fourth quarter where Utah completely takes over. They end up building a 20-point lead. Uh, and then um, you know, the Spurs end up losing overall by 12, but we we know that it was decided pretty pretty much there in the fourth. Uh Victor Wembanyama for this game, he did play, but he was on a minutes restriction. He said he felt okay after the game, but Coach Pop said, you know, he didn't look 100 percent And because of that, um, they're gonna continue to probably keep him on this minutes minutes restriction going forward until he's back to 100 percent health uh with that ankle injury. Something else that we're gonna talk about in this episode was that the Spurs started a new starting five, which I'll get into more detail in a bit here, but uh, that's another new starting lineup for the team uh, that was that was brought out in this game against Utah. And so um, Vegas said that the Spurs should have gone 0-3 in their last three games. They ended up going 0-3. Where are they now through 29 games? They are now 4-25 and overall, so they still have a bottom three record um, right there with Detroit and with the Washington. So if if this uh, record holds, um, I mean, and they're placing the standings. That means that they would have the best odds of getting the number one pick in the 2024 NBA draft, uh, San Antonio. There is now 65% of the season still to be played. 
Uh, where are they on offense? They are, they are now 30th on offense since I last recorded before they were 29. So they have fallen um, down to, to bottom, you know, to the last basically in the NBA. Offensively, they're 30th. And then defensively, they're still holding right there at 25th. But we have seen the last two weeks, their, their numbers aren't looking too good either on the defensive end. So that may start to slip a bit as well, unless the team starts to show some improvement. Um, just one trend that we're seeing right now is that the team is really struggling since they they defeated the Los Angeles Lakers. So if you go back to December 15th, a few weeks ago, um, the Spurs finally ended their 18-game losing streak by by defeating the Lakers, which we we talked about. The Lakers were without multiple key players in that game, uh, but but San Antonio did get that win. But ever since then, the Spurs really haven't had um, many close competitive ball games. Basically, they've they've trailed by as many as 40 points, 24, 22. 41 and now 20 points in their last five games since they've lost. They haven't been able to get games down into crunch time. It's just been um, pretty much decided by that second half uh, in most of these games. Now we do want to, we do want to mention though, that uh, this is taking into account these five games is that Wemby is on this minutes restriction. He's also missed some games because of injury. And so going forward, it's going to be kind of tough for San Antonio because they will either, um, you know, Wemby will either be out of games or he'll be on a minutes restriction and he is their best player. They really do struggle when he's not available to the team uh, to, to be out there on the floor with the players. And so that's something to keep in mind that, that, you know, it's, getting wins on the board is going to still continue to be difficult because now that Wemby's, you know, not a hundred percent healthy uh, like he was to start the season. And then regarding Wemby, um, you know, Coach Pop has basically, basically said he's going to remain. It looks like he's going to remain on this minutes restriction. Uh, he's already said that on the Thursday and Friday back-to-back at Portland, the Spurs' next two games, Wemby will not play in both of those games. Now, I am recording here at 5 o'clock Mountain Time. The injury report still hasn't been released, so he may either be out Thursday versus Portland or Friday versus Portland, but he should be out one of those two games. Um, so, again, you might know by the time you're listening to this, but as of 5 o'clock Mountain Time evening, uh, he still has not the, – the Spurs have not released their injury report. Now, there could be some good news on the way in January, actually starting to, starting on Thursday, uh, leading up to the end of January, in terms of getting some wins on the board. So what I mean by that is the Spurs do have one of their easier parts of their schedule coming up here in January. So here, here's what I mean. They're going to play Portland three times from now until the end of January. Uh, you know, they're going to get two games this week against, against Portland on the road, and then they're going to have another one uh, toward the end of the month. Uh, Portland has just eight wins this year. They are also going to see the Detroit Pistons at some point in January. I think it's January 10th, that game, 2024. Uh, as you know, the Pistons have made history. They have the they have the longest losing streak now in NBA history. I think it's 27 in a row. And so that's a big game there for the Spurs and Pistons. The, right now, by record, the two bottom teams in the league. So the Spurs will play the Pistons at some point in January. They're also going to get the Charlotte Hornets twice in January. Uh, and the, the Hornets um, you know, are much better than San Antonio. They have just seven wins on, on for, for their season. And then lastly, they're going to play the Washington Wizards at least once in January. January as well. And the Wizards have the third worst record in the league, which is five wins so far as I'm recording on December 27th. So again, I know that right now, you know, there's only four wins on the, on the sketch, four wins for the team on, on the board uh, with 25 losses, but January could be a good mark for them to try to see, you know, exactly, you know, where are they compared to some of these other bad teams, which they haven't played a lot of bad teams. Um, so far this year, we do want to caution though. We saw what happened with that Utah game. You know, the jazz, um, you know, you know, were one of those games that should have been a closer game for San Antonio. Vegas only had Utah favored by two and a half. And then the Spurs ended up going down by 20 and losing by 12. So again, we'll, we'll get to, there, there could be some positive signs for getting some wins on the board here uh, in this coming month of January, uh, starting with, with uh, Thursday when the Spurs go to Portland to play the Portland trailblazers twice. All right, so for the next topic, let's let's turn to this new starting lineup that the Spurs are using. Um, so let's first talk about who the lineup is. It's uh, Malachi Branham, Devin Vassell, Julian Champagny, 
Jeremy Sohan and Victor Wembanyama. So, so what's the difference there in this lineup compared to the other one? It's that uh, Keldon Johnson has now moved to the bench, and and Julian Champagny has now moved from the bench to the starting role, start to the starting five. Uh, regarding data, there's not a lot of data for this for this group right now. It's a very 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 small sample size. Just 22 possessions they've logged together. Um, they have a negative 27.3 net rating. But again, I don't want to go too much into the numbers because it's a very small sample size. The other two lineups they had used before, uh, the one with Zach Collins starting, and then the other one with um, with the, with Collins on the bench, that lineup had at least logged at least 162 possessions each. So again, there was, there's not as much data yet. Uh, we've only seen this lineup so far, and basically um, 16 possessions. That's all they, they it's all they had logged against Utah, and 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 in just one half. Um, so um, what we saw was that you know they had, Pop had used this lineup just six times before six possessions, should I say, before um, on before Tuesday. And then he used the the the, uh, the lineup uh, to start off the game against Utah on um on Tuesday, and and the reason why I say only sixteen possessions is because we saw that in the third quarter, uh, Malachi Branham really had some some struggles to begin that 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 third quarter against Utah, where he had um he had a uh, he had missed a defensive rebound. Utah gets gets the ball back and ends up getting points on the other end. Then he ends up throwing tries to throw a pass up top. Uh, um, Colin Sexton intercepts it. He takes it down court and finishes it with a wide open dunk. And from there, Coach Pop, you know, uh, sent Branham out of the game. He only played played two minutes in that third quarter. And then what we saw was that Branham never returned to the game really until garbage time with the last two minutes, where uh, it was Trey Jones who got those those uh, those point guard minutes. But then also Blake Wesley came off the bench and got some some backup minutes as well. So again, uh, regarding Branham, uh, who's part of that new starting five, he didn't get a lot of playing time in this game against Utah. So again, I'm not sure if they're going to continue with this lineup, but for now, this looks like the new starting lineup. So why was this change made? Um, there's two reasons for it. Um, offensively, when we look at the numbers, you do notice that that Julian Champagne is more so a knockdown shooter. That's more so what he's going to do. He's a, he's a low usage player. He's not going to you know he's not going to be running pick and roll or um, doing a lot of drives inside the basket like Kelton Johnson does. So he's going to be out there more so to provide more spacing. Uh, and for what Pop said is that he really wanted um, to give more opportunity to um, to, to to Victor Wembanyama and Devin Vassell, I guess, to create offensively. So they should have more um, shots and just opportunity to create for themselves and others. Uh, now with, with Kelton coming off the bench, who's one of the um, high usage players on the team. Um, what the, one thing we noticed when we look at the wide open three data is that four of these five players can't shoot the wide open three. Um, now, now the volume is very low for a few players like Jeremy Sohan's shooting well from three right now, but again, his volume is very low. Um, Vassell and uh, Champagny shoot, shoot really good uh, and high volume on, on wide open threes or not. I mean, they shoot well, they shoot a lot of threes, should I say? And then their, 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 uh, their accuracy as well from um, wide open three Malachi Branham's a low um, uh, high volume shooter from three, but his, his accuracy from wide open three is, is pretty respectable right now. And then the only player who's struggling from wide open three is just Wemby, but he doesn't get a lot of uh, wide open threes from the defense. Uh, and then defensively, he should fit in um, Champagne. He has, when you just run some of his per 36 numbers, he actually sticks out on the team uh, in a few of the metrics. I know that blocks wise, he's like the only, he's only the fourth spur uh, who has, who has more than 10 blocks so far this season. He has 14 and the other three spurs who have more are all bigs. It's Wemby, uh, Zach Collins and, and Charles Bassey. And so again, that's, that should open up more spacing for the for the uh, for for Wemby and Vassell to create, and also Sohan, as we've seen uh, with with the more so uh, you know a a knockdown shooter out there in Julian Champagne. So again, I, I really like to see are, are the Spurs going to keep this unit? If they are, I do want to see what the numbers look like after a few games, like we got to see in the, the previous two lineups. And then um, you know regarding Kelton Johnson now moving to the bench, you know it wasn't a demotion from what Coach Pop said. It was more so to kind of bring some more balance to the team. So what he really wants to see is you know he says that Kelton will have a little bit more offensive opportunity with this group so obviously you know he's going to get more shot attempts now that you know he it's his uh it, the bench unit is there for him to anchor so he really wants more um 
Pop wants more um, balance, like I said, alongside, uh, you know, Zach Collins on the bench and, and, and Trey Jones and Doug McDermott and Jetty Osmond. So that's why Kelding got moved to the bench. And what we've, said, we've, what we've already seen so far in just two games, again, very small sample size, is that he is getting more opportunity. He's taking 18 shots a game right now, and he's finishing well uh, with 20, 21 points per game off the bench so far in just two games. So, again, this is more so to create more balance for the team to, to, to not only win, try to win those minutes in the first unit, but then also be competitive right there uh, in the second unit whenever Kelton, um, Zach, and Trey Jones do come into the game. And then regarding Kelton's first game off the bench officially with this new lineup, Coach Pop was very complimentary of him. He said, I thought he was good. I thought he that that worked out well. It was mostly our starting team. I think they let us down more than anything. So again, Pop more so put that that um, loss against the Jazz uh, with the starting group, which which again, um, you know, they did struggle there in the second half. Like I said, they, you know, the game really got away from them. But also, they had really just logged one half together. So it is going to be more of an experiment for this group if 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 Coach Pop uh, continues to to go along with this new starting lineup of uh, Branham, Devin Vassell, Julian Champagny, Jeremy Soham, and Victor Wembanyama. All right. So for our last topic here, it was a very, I'm going to call it just an interesting quote by pop after the jazz game. So um, he's, he's uh, demanding more consistency from some of the players. So here was part of his, his quote. So basically it starts off the quote by him, um, you know, complimenting the jazz saying that they really played hard. Uh, they, they probably, they, they really play well together as a group. And so here I'm going to read it verbatim for, for, for the ending of the quote where it comes into the Spurs part. He says, Will Hardy um, does a great job with coaching with, with them coaching and they come after you for all 48. We still haven't figured that out yet. Part of it is youth. Part of it is that I probably need to demand more from demand from certain people. It's time that they have to be more consistent or I make changes. So again, that was pop there. It was a very interesting quote post game uh, because again, he's like, you know, you know, obviously we know the Spurs are a young team out there. Um, they're struggling. At first, uh, the message from media day was that the Spurs wanted to get more wins this year. Obviously, that doesn't look, look like the path anymore, especially the fact that they're four and twenty-five so far. And just to get wins on the board, it, just to get their first win, it took the Lakers sitting three other starters. So, uh, you know, so so again, it's it's more so at this point, uh, again, uh, more of a learning type season, more of a growing opportunity for the young players. But Pop is saying that there are going to be, you know, some sort of you know consequences if, if there, you know, if there's just mistakes being made um, uh, nonstop, then there are going to be some changes to the team, uh, which which it looked like we saw one of those changes just uh, on, on Tuesday against the Jazz. So my questions re regarding this quote is, you know, who does this, does this apply to? Um, there are some players who I, I, you know, I think that would, would uh, this wouldn't apply to some, some, somebody like Victor Wembanyama. You know, he's the number one pick. He needs to get as much NBA experience. So of course, we, we understand he's going to make it. He's going to make um, uh, mistakes on both ends of the court, which that's so again, I don't think this kind of a message applies to Wemby. Um, I also don't think a player like Devin Vassell, just because like, you know, we heard Pop say that, you know, he really wants to get Wemby and Vassell more opportunity with the starting lineup. I think Kelton Johnson, the fact that Pop said he he played really well in that first um, um uh, time off the bench. I think he's pretty safe to not really lose a lot of his minutes because, um, you know, e even though he's coming off the bench, he's, he's going to be one of the anchors uh, for the, he's going to be one of the anchors for the team. I also think some veterans like Trey Jones, Zach Collins, uh, Jetty Osmond um, are pretty safe too. you know, whether it's coming off the bench, um, you know, those players come in, they do, they do what they're supposed to. Uh, and then I think Sohan would be, um, Pretty safe here just because I think more so they're kind of still experimenting of exactly where does he fit. You know, we saw him play point guard for the first 20 games of the year. Now he's back to uh, playing the four. So, again, I think Sohan could maybe go in and out of the starting lineup. But, again, I think that he's, his minutes will be there for him. You know, he's he's still only in his second year as well. So I think that the players that that to watch, um, you know, obviously the, the first player that makes it very obvious was just because of Pop's move was Malachi Branham. Um, so, again, we've seen him. He normally comes off the bench. Lately, he's been starting with some of these new starting lineups. But we did see 
see Pop make that move um, on Tuesday where Branham, you know, right away had the turnover, missed a defensive assignment. And so Pop, you know, pulled him and didn't really bring him back until, like I said, um, the last two minutes of the game. And we saw that Blake Wesley was giving some opportunity um, as well as Trey Jones. So, that, so again, I think Branham's one of those players to watch. Um, even though he played well, I'd also say watch Julian Shepenny just because, um, you know, I know he's starting right now, but he's also one of those players who hasn't always been in the um, in, in the in the in the uh, in the rotation. You know, he can get some spot minutes here and there. Right now, he's playing very well. So again, I think that if he keeps that up, he can he can he can try to keep that starting job. Uh, and then I just think of a veteran player like Doug McDermott, not because he's making a lot of mistakes out there. It's more so we've just seen his his minutes this season. He his minutes have really uh, gone down this year. Whether it, we've seen sequences where like Pop will play him for a half and then he doesn't play in the second half or he barely plays. And so I think just naturally we're seeing Doug's minutes kind of start to start to fade here. So again, I, I am interested to see you know exactly who this who this quote exactly applies to i also wonder if pops i'm um, ready to start doing some of those old um subbing patterns that he used to do back when the spurs were championship contenders you know when they had tim tony manu Kawhi, all those players sometimes you know if those players had some some bad quarters he would just sit them um you know even though even though they were the veteran players the go-to players for the team you know just to kind of to try to um just remind them you know you got to be out there competitive and you know, not missing assignments and so i do wonder too even if some of the more established players if they might lose um just for a night you know just I mean, a half or a quarter just might get benched and you know let, let some of the younger players go out there and get some minutes just be it's just an interesting to quote the fact that he said there uh, it's time that they have to be more consistent and I have to make changes. So again, we will see uh, what exactly what changes um, are going to be made uh, regarding the team. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Spurs cast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate and review on YouTube and your favorite podcast apps. This episode was written, recorded and produced by Paul Garcia from all of us at Project Spurs. Stay safe and have a happy new year. We'll be back in 2024. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.